Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. As a mental health advocate and author, I love books. Books have the capacity to inspire, educate, transform, and ultimately help readers all over the world. So if you want to publish your book or if you need help writing your story, I highly recommend Mindstir Media, rated the number one best book publisher around the country. Mindstir Media can help you no matter where you are in the book writing or publishing process. Go to mindstermedia.com to learn more and schedule a consultation. This episode is brought to you by Mindstir Media and the Sunrise segment of the Outcomes of Sun podcast radio. Out Comes the Sun, with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Out Comes the Sun podcast radio. Welcome to my amazing co-host, Melissa Yamaguchi. And this is our sunrise segment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Sunrise segment. That's good. That's good. I thought so. <laughs> we had quite a night. I can't believe you and I were even up to see the sun come up this morning. Oh, my gosh. So if anybody who knows Melissa and I know that we go to bed very, very early and I am um, I majorly guard my sleep. I'm like, you know, I like to be in bed by eight. I'm not asleep by eight, but I like to be asleep by nine, nine fifteen. It's just my thing. Mm-hmm. And. It's changed my life because I have so much energy during the day. But we were at an event last night for an amazing talent. His name is Yoshiki, a Japanese classical music, uh, like aficionado and also a rock star and a drummer. Like he's kind of this crazy combination of classical rock star known throughout the world, really. Oh, yeah. And and extraordinary, like his his work was unbelievable. But they started out, you know, it started out at seven thirty, but it really, you know, really started at seven forty five, and the Q and A went to eight thirty, eight forty five, and then he sang, not sang, excuse me, he played the piano, and he plays a crystal piano, a, like literally, it's a see crystal, yes. And I think it's his brand. Like he has his own brand of piano. He's in there. He's kind of an anomaly. He he has a clothing line, a kimono, kimono line. Yeah, a kimono line of clothing and a want. He has a wine. A, 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 he has his own Hello Kitty. He has his own Hello Kitty. I Listen, mean, you haven't made it in Japan. Until you have your own Hello Kitty. I'm telling, I want my own Hello Kitty. I'm a little scared of what they would do to her, but I'm a, I would like that. He has these, he's on the cover of the MasterCard credit cards. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, he's such a huge star. There's, they do a little, they did a little clip from, from this documentary they did about him. And it's, 
literally around the world, different venues around the world with hundreds of thousands of people in the in the stands. And I'm thinking, where have I been that I didn't even know? Like, I barely knew who he was. And then he starts playing the piano and he really is an extraordinary composer and piano player. Very, it felt very, I don't know if you felt this, Melissa, it felt very kind of like John Williams, like ish, like they were themes to movies to me, like big, Mm -hmm. big, big scores. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, yeah. You say you don't know where you've been. I didn't know. What do you, how do you think I felt? My 85 year old mother-in-law knew about him. When I told my mother-in-law that Billy and I were going to have the opportunity to go down and listen to Yoshiki, she's like, Oh, oh, I know who that she got so excited. He's, he's played for the emperor of Japan. Yeah. So he has, he has a, he is in a place of honor and he has a massive following. He's played for the queen of England. Yes. He, he's, yes. I mean, he, it's out yeah. of control, Yoshiki. He's out of control. And I'm going to tell you, I want to tell you a little that. funny thing. He had cameras there last night because he was also recording that for his own documentary. And I leaned over to Billy at one point and whispered, he has a camera on his hands. He had a camera positioned on the keyboard so you could see his fingers. Billy thought I was trying to be Melissa and be funny. And he said, knock it off. There's no camera on his hands. No, there's not a camera on his hands like a GoPro. That's not what, that's not what anybody was saying. There's no camera on his hands. Quit trying to be funny. I said, we're listening to Yoshiki. Take this seriously. What the heck? <laughs> what? It was directed at his hands. I was like, I didn't see a camera on his hands. There's a camera on his hands. No, there's not. Quit trying to be funny. This is Yoshiki. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty powerful. And, y- you know, he's so um, he- he's so loved and sought after that these these kind of intimate conversations are are are, you know, put out to his many, many fans and followers and stuff. And, and you know, there were some tender, very tender moments where he talked about. He has a uh, classical 10th anniversary world tour called Requiem, which is in honor of his mother, whom he lost exactly a year ago. Yep. uh, Around Mother's Day. And he's such a sensitive soul. Like this, this guy is like, so, you know, he said, I just stopped crying and I didn't know what to do. And, and then finally, you know, my tears became music you know mm-hmm. and, and bobby and i were talking about this uh, as we were driving home you know and and bobby mentioned like he's he's such a talent that it's it's really like um you know like it was a uh what uh like like numbers like like it was so oh, like a, it, like a savant yeah oh yeah. never mind what <laughs> What you, <laughs> you were trying to say? He's like a savant. How he's so wildly talented. Okay, that is what you're saying. Okay, well you you, you did that, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, he's like a savant. How it just flows into him with I'm he's he's talented. I w- I don't want to dismiss his incredible genius, but it flows so 
productively. And so he's so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Now you got me not knowing words. Prolific? Prolific, no. thank you. He's so prolific in his work that you also, you wonder how is it possible? His work is so amazing. He wrote, he had singers come up on stage with him last night. And he had, he had a, a young gal come up and sing a song that was um, a beautiful tribute. And then the second singer came up and he said, oh, I wrote that. He said it so nonchalantly. Oh, I wrote this in Italian. Okay. It's in Italian yeah. for miracle. And so she was an operatic singer who got up. And I, I mean, I, I tried mimicking her the whole way home. And Billy begged me just to stop. Stop. You're tired. Stop. <laughs> no. It didn't work. I don't oh, know. it was fascinating her notes and like, it, and it's amazing. And and what you realize in those moments where somebody has that incredible voice and they're they're projecting that, but he's the composer. He That's put right. it together. This comes into his brain, and you know he had a quartet, a beautiful quartet, yes. the Orchid Quartet, OrchidQuartet.com, um, and they were beautiful. Mm -hmm. And he wrote all the strings, so. It's not just when somebody is that prolific and that musical, it's not just one thing they do. He's not just, you know, composing for piano. He's composing for strings and then he composed for this operatic girl. And then he writes the song for the other girl that, you know, and that was so funny because I felt like we were watching a Disney movie of like Princess Somebody, you know, it right. was, you know, some sort of it. It was it was impressive, impressive the the depth of his his reach, um, you know, and to be that because when you see the they they showed a documentary of him doing the drums, mm -hmm. he loses it, you know, like he's just he goes drum crazy, and no wonder he has so many physical ailments because he's throwing his body around. The pendulum is swinging. He's so you have to be so composed for classical piano, and yeah. then he's swinging over to the wildness. So he's got this pendulum swinging back and forth, and he, for the sake of his art and his gift, his talent, and his, the the love he has for his audience and his fans, he puts a hundred he puts a hundred percent in on every single thing he's doing, and so much to the point where he doesn't take care of himself. Admittedly, self admittedly, yeah. um, as well as he should. And I know that you and I were talking after the show with Bobby and Billy and all the things that we would love to be able to do for him in our world of, <laughs> of helping people and health. And Billy was automatically thinking what he'd like to do with his hair. And you and I, you and I were talking about <laughs> the, how we'd like to have him on the show and discuss things. And Bobby was talking about his health. And it, right. he, he's, he's such a treasure that yeah. you want to ensure that he's okay and he's good. And he admitted, I don't see the sun. Yeah, well, that was that was the thing for me. And it was re reminiscent for me when I think about, you know, this misinterpretation of artists thinking that suffering and pain is the only way that they can get to the place of creativity. And I would just love to see him embrace a different perspective. And maybe that's just by seeing the sun or working out in a different way. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. And it's not really judgment as much as I, I, I want to believe that the artist can get to artistry and creativity and excellence from a place of joy. Oh, yes. Not, not only from a place of pain. 
I know that pain really can can manifest into great creative genius. But I also believe in my heart of hearts, and maybe it's just, a, you know, my own desire that that can also come from a place of happiness and joy. Well, we're going to have to make it so. Wouldn't it be great if he could be with us at our next guest retreat one day? Oh, my gosh. Uh, How- hello. I'll sing off. <laughs> We are actually, we might have a chance to talk to him in person in September, but I'm going to leave that for another time. We have an, a, an amazing guest today where we're very excited to speak with this woman who is from Idaho. That's awesome. So stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to Outcomes the Sun Radio, and you are listening to Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Stay tuned. Come right back. Good morning, Santa Barbara. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi, that'd be me, right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Hi, it's Kevin Nealon. I have a new book out now called I Exaggerate My Brushes with Fame. It's a collection of my caricatures and accompanying anecdotes. Also, if that's not enough for you, I have a little hiking show on YouTube. It's a web series. It's called Hiking with Kevin. But more importantly, right now, you're listening and watching Out Comes the Sun with Muriel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Outcomes the Sun podcast radio with my wonderful co-host, Melissa Yamaguchi. And Hello. now we, you know, we, you've just listened to our update. Now you're going to oh, meet our amazing guest. Now, so one morning, and Melissa, you know this story. One morning, we got this message from one of our listeners named Kelly. And she was enthusiastic about this woman, Kate, who I'm about to introduce you to. Uh, they said, you've got to have her as a guest. She's, she's amazing. So our guest today is Kate Poole. And we explored Kate's website called Hunter Moon Homestead. And we immediately reached out to Kate to have her on um, because what her and her husband are doing at this homestead northern idaho thank you very much yes that's my state um is quite extraordinary and and actually kind of one of my dreams to live a life on the land and sharing the land and sharing nature um kate really you share so much of what i believe in and what melissa believes in that nature is just such a part of our our being right and 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 part of our healing like if you do, if you want to heal whether it's emotional trauma or you know physical something you really connecting with nature as your greatest kind of doctor in my opinion is so great so 
Welcome to our podcast, Cape Pool, up there in northern Idaho. I we are so we are so thrilled to have you on and to talk to you about really kind of one of your dreams come true five years. It is, it is a dream come true, a long time dream come true. It took me 40 years to make this dream come true, honestly. Wow. Are you from Idaho? I am. I grew up in the state. Yes. I'm a okay. fifth generation. Oh, wow. Where? Where Where did you grow well, up? I was, I was born in Boise um, and I lived all over the southern part of the state. And I came up here to go to school in the 70s and met my husband at the University of Idaho. And then we had a long life of things and we just moved back. We're so happy to be back in the state. We moved back about, uh, we're starting our fifth year here. So it's really nice to be home. Feels like home. Yeah. I want to stop for a second and, and just give a little shout out to the 40 years staying on the plan for the dream. We're talking about resilience here. Andy. God love you. This is exactly, this is important to not give up, whether it's four years, 40 years, four months. People have this concept of time. And I love that you have stayed with this and stayed true to your dream and your mission. Beautiful. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. I, yes, I, I saw this vision when I was in my 20s. And it just, you know, I, um, Jeremiah told me that you guys may, might dabble a little bit in astrology. Can I talk astro? Yeah. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have a hard placement with my moon and my astrology chart. I have a, a aspect to Saturn, which makes my, which made my early life really hard. Mm -hmm. um, in so many ways, it was just really hard. So I feel like, and I, and I, I knew that the older I got, the better life was going to be. So I feel like I'm just now getting to live the life that I always waited for and longed for. And I'm going to be 66 this year. So I wish I, I wish I was a little bit younger with the hard work that we're doing, but we're doing it. I so hear you. I, you know what I mean? Because there's there's some part, I think, I don't know, maybe it does take a life. Maybe it takes a lifetime. Maybe it takes all of our years of experience, all of our years of worrying about what other people think, we're, you know, doing this, doing that, you know, trying to create things so that our children are, you know, well off and all that stuff till you finally get to this place where, you know, other people's judgment doesn't matter anymore. And you decide, it's kind of like you jump into those dreams. You just say, okay, it's now or never. So you jump into that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I find uh, Bobby, my my partner, and I, and and even Melissa. I think it, as friendships. I mean, we've. It's like it's come. It comes full circle. I think that really you are an example of how life. I think life is sort of meant to unfold. I'd like to think that we could be younger, but the truth is, I feel. I don't feel. You know, I'm 61. I don't feel my age. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, you don't. Your your spirit, your soul gets younger. Your consciousness gets younger because you don't care about those those superficial yeah. things anymore. But your body doesn't always cooperate. But you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but but I feel younger than I ever have. I feel more blissful and happy and content within myself. Um, so that's, that's a grace that comes with age for sure. Absolutely. 
How would you say, I mean, you know, you have said, you say on your site that, you know, nature is your greatest muse and you are, you embrace it wholeheartedly, which I, which I absolutely love. And yeah. how, how would you say your muse or how, how does nature actually speak to you? How do you feel it? How do you feel that presence in your right. life? One of the big one of the big things is that I'm a gardener. I love I love growing things. We have a big garden. I've always been I I started gardening in when I in, when I was in my 20s and I've learned a lot and the and I garden very um naturally, always have, always have been organic, very I'm a very sensitive constitution, so um natural is always have been, have been my ways. Um, I, I, we, we wildcraft herbs. We make our own tinctures. We make our own, I make uh, an organic skincare line. So I grow the botanicals here for that. Um, and, and this place, this place where we live is just magnificent. We're on 23 acres. The bird songs. I, we, I was out with a friend the other day and a bald eagle flew over us, flew low and, and, and circled twice and looked us in the eyeballs. Um, wow. so, I mean, it, it's like, it's like this, it's a nature reserve here. And we're trying to, we're trying to, um, we're sandwiched between farmland, but we're trying to, res uh, we're trying to make a park-like reserve for our land. So it's, it, we're, we're trying to restore it back. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so beautiful. Yeah, we have 23 acres of water. So, sorry, we have five acres of water on the 23 acres. So, it's a big pond. So, it attracts a lot of wildlife here. Oh, my God. That's, oh, that's a, a gem. Yeah. It is. And how do, how do you think nature kind of speaks to mental health? Because that's kind of my sweet spot. Melissa and I really, I, you probably know, but that's a big issue. You know, I think that mental yeah. health is helped by your your connection to nature, but how do you, how do you see that? How do, how does that offer, you know, especially when you're doing a retreat, how do you, I don't know, how do you define that? Well, that's, a, it's a really big subject really, isn't it? When, when you're in, when you're, re, uh, sorry, I'm struggling for words because it's a big subject, but I think for me, it's getting, just being in the ground, being, having my hands in the soil, uh, watching things grow in its own time, being in the seasons where we live, I can see the moon every night. The stars are bright because there is a dark sky, so I see the I see the planet movement. Um, the seasons are very distinct here, so you get in this rhythm with nature that you can't really when you're um, in a city or it's harder to. Yeah, and then watching nature. I mean, nature is is isn't necessarily kind it's just it's just ongoing so you ha you have to roll with life isn't always kind you have to roll with the losses and the and the grace with it and the gifts right so it teaches you to just kind of be in harmony with what's happening we i think humanity to our demise has has tried to control nature so much um, push against it and control it and, and, um, benefit from it. So. And it, and it, and extract its value without taking, without like really indeed. showing it gratitude. Indeed. Right? I mean, Bobby has this quote, um, 
uh, that we are we, we think we're smarter than nature. And how can we be smarter than nature when we are nature? How can you be smarter than self? Right. Yeah, so, it's almost it's almost laughable that that people don't get that connection. That's right. No, it it really is. But but that's where your your you know retreats are so important for people yeah. to reconnect. Because yes. that's where we come from. We come from that place. We come from I don't know. I I I ugh, sorry. I'm gonna yeah. let no. lost I just I just we just really want to get have a place where people can be really nurtured. So we do, it's all inclusive. So it includes lodging, it includes, we make everything by hand, all the food, a lot of it we grow here. Um, and, and, and then just really simple, really high quality, like bedding and the little things that matter so much, you know, yes. organic cotton sheets and things like that, that make me, you know, just, Yes. Be able to take care of people in a way that they're probably not used to. Yeah. No, we get that. I mean, Melissa talks about it. You talk about it within our energy, like how important it is that your sheets are soft and cotton and <laughs> of, uh, and natural in the, its look, you know, like it's not yeah. some crazy color that's going to keep it's you yeah, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to travel because I'm super sensitive. Do you know? Have you heard of HSP? Highly yeah. sensitive. Yeah, there's a yeah, oh. highly sensitive. Highly sensitive so, people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the feel of things, the smell of things, the energetic of things all are really I'm sensitive to all of that. So that's also kind of a part of our thought process when people come is to. Lavish the senses in a healthy way. Yeah. Kate, my husband and I've had businesses for a long time, and I know that it's very, it's an onerous task to take on a business. And you've described from what I've read on your site and what you've shared with us today, I've, I, in, from what I've seen and heard, it's just this magical haven. It's utopia, if you will, here on earth. So, and I, you don't strike me as a woman who tries to hoard and keep everything to herself. So I understand energetically your reason for wanting to share the beauty. Yes. But what on earth, really, what drove you to think, let me open this to virtual strangers coming on and sharing with me. I understand the share, but bringing them into the business, that was a huge decision. What drove that? Yeah, you guess it makes that kind of brings up a lot of emotion. It's 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 uh there's i'm i'm a nurturer by nature i really love taking care of people so and there's just so much hurt in the world yeah there's so much suffering in the world and i, I think we forget to be generous with each other and giving feeds me does that make sense yes it does so i think this place i feel like we were i mean that i look out my window every day and i can't believe i'm here <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, I have to pinch myself. It's it just like, how did this happen? That's a whole story, but how did this happen? And then it's just, it's, it was always meant to share with other people. And, and, and when you, so when you, five years ago, when you got the property, was it always your intention to, to, to make a retreat place yes. for a healing retreat yes. center? Yes. Yeah. And it was, it was a mess. It was a wreck. It had the, uh, the, the place we bought it from 
uh, our, the lady that um, had lived here was in her 90s. Um, I think I don't think anything had happened here for 50 years except for junk collection. And they left everything. So the first year we just filled dumpster after dumpster after dumpster of garbage. I mean, that was the first year. Wow. And the there's a big meadow that that slopes down to the pond and it was so full of broken trees that you couldn't mow it. So we've just been I I wish I could teleport you the images before and after and people that have we've had a few friends that have come and um, seen it before and after and they're just like, how did you how does this happen? How did you do this so fast? And we've just been very focused. I think when you get older, you know, you know, you don't have, uh, you know, you don't have the rest of your life. Uh, you know, you do, but you know what I mean? It gets, it's time is precious. So you don't, you don't waste it. Yeah. Yeah. And we just really wanted to be able to share it and be able to stay here um, and make something special with what we have. So uh, let's talk about like, if, I hope to come there. What? I already come. What? What? You have to. I know. I can't wait. Trust me. Okay. What are your offerings? Like, what do you offer people? I know that you're making their food, and like you said, you know, it's grown. It's all these things. But what? You know, like, what is a day in the life of a homestead? (laughs) Well, I, I, the, the retreat, the retreats we're doing this year, there are. There were three art retreats and one um, healing retreat uh, re- retreat called Reclaiming Your Authentic Self. Mm. And um, so they're very different. The art retreats, you're in the studio creating with an artist. And um, so the one I'm teaching is about is really a focus on florals because I love flowers so much. So we'll be painting, drawing laminating and do all doing all kinds of things with flowers cyanotyping and all kinds of things um we have a portrait a watercolor portrait artist in september and um and the one we just had was uh an artist that does collage work they made a collage book so you're all day in the studio you have we have a introductory cocktail party on thursday night everybody meet and greet and then all and then breakfast, lunch and dinner provided. Um, and they're just mostly in the studio working. The healing retreat they have uh, that's this coming weekend. They have all kinds of things planned. Um, tea ceremony, meditation, yoga, breath work, forest bathing, those kinds of things. Um, grief work, writing, journaling, all kinds of things like that. Um, and then we have a friend that does sound bath and um, she comes out and does a sound bath for everybody. Um, so yeah. And just being in nature, we have a canoe on the pond and the cabins and the tents, um, all have their own hammocks and they all have water view. So, oh, it's so cool. It's so amazing. Um, yeah, if you, just uh, anybody listening, go to huntermoonhomestead.com and look at the pictures. It, it, you'll be mesmerized. And I'm sure that's like, you know, because I know what Idaho's like. Idaho's like you take a picture and it's really pretty. 
but you have to be there to experience kind of something about Idaho that's different than others. Like Montana is beautiful. Wyoming is beautiful. There's beautiful Western states. But there's something about Idaho that you have to be there and it kind of gets under your skin. There's something that happens and you go, wow, I never saw that before. Wow. Oh, my God. It just it kind of evolves into this experience that is so it, 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 it's powerful because you start. To, it, it's very I feel like Idaho is kind of primitive. It's like you go to Montana, it's big sky country and it looks like almost Polish. But mm-hmm. Idaho is like funky. it's rough. It's part of the beauty mm-hmm. and it's called the gem state. So it's like rough and you rub it. And then all of a sudden you, you see these sparkling gems, right? So I'm sure that what you see on the, on the site is not nearly what you will experience in life. I mean, my God. it's, it's hard to convey its beauty in a photograph. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 It's quiet here. We don't even we don't really aren't even over any flight paths. So we hardly ever hear even hear air traffic, which is rare. Really nice. Yes. Really quiet. I had to get used to the quiet. But sure you did. I I know that you grow. I want I want to make sure that our audience hears this. You, You grow your own medicinal herbs from your garden. And that's what you started your skincare line with. I'm intrigued by the essential apothecary alchemist. Oh. The line you have. Can you tell us a little bit more yeah. about it? Yeah, sure. I I um I went back to school. I ha- I I I Melissa. I wish I wish we had more time to talk about feng shui because that's a whole another story too. And I and I hear that you really love that. But um, I went back to school and got my um, certificate to be a nutrition therapist. Yeah. And I felt like I I tweaked my diet and got healthy with my food choices. Um, but there was a disconnect with what I was putting on my skin and I couldn't really find anything. This was a decade ago. Couldn't, re- there's a lot now. Yeah. A lot of people say they're clean and they're not. That's so, right. um, so, uh, my products, I don't even use water in my products because water, it doesn't do anything on your skin. I use, I distill lavender and rose geranium and I use the distillate as the water portion. So it's, it's about as clean as I've seen any product. It's all handmade. It's very small, little. I've got chills. I'm so excited. I want to send you guys. Oh, it must smell I, I beautiful. It must and it smells incredible. It smells incredible. It's just really simple, but that's what I wanted. I couldn't find anything, so I had to make my own. But I was shocked. So many people said your skin looks really good. What do you use? So that's where it oh, started. Listen, you, you've some of the things, the key points you're making about how some of the things didn't happen until I was older. Uh, you get wiser as you get older. The skincare is simple. These, these are the wisdoms that our forefathers and mothers were always handing down to us. The food, the marinade is better when the longer it, sit, it has sit, right? So when we try to make the marinade and throw it onto the food, it's good, but made not, maybe not quite as good. More marinated, the better. I'm, we're all a little bit more marinated. But your <laughs> skincare being so clean and simple is exactly what the skin is begging for. It is. It's food. It's begging for it. It's That's food. Right. Well, and, 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 you know, the skin being your second largest organ, I was corrected recently by Bobby, because I guess our lungs are the the biggest organ. Oh, yeah. as far as like if it's right, 
Right. But the skin is like, let's face it, it's everything. My daughter was here. (laughs) My daughter was here this weekend. She has amazing skin. She's also 33. Okay. (laughs) So who doesn't have amazing skin? (laughs) I just want to tell you that. But she does have like, and she's got this whole skin care routine. And the truth is, you know, all of that, all of that, you know, the care of the skin is just an important thing. It's also such an important ritual. And I love that you're talking about these different rituals, like the tea ritual and the tea ceremony for the healing. Life is a ritual. Every moment, honestly, that's, that's what I aspire to is that every moment is a conscious presence in your thoughts, words, and actions. Right. Yes. So, I mean, it's not easy. I aspire to it. That's my practice. Well, I think it's all, you know, it's all a practice. I mean, we're all, you know, we're humans. (laughs) (laughs) We get in our own way sometimes, but it sounds like really what you're doing is manifesting your dreams. Right. And you manifested your dream. And yet it's a great example of, even though you've manifested this dream to keep the dream alive, one keeps having to do the work, right? And it's not what it shouldn't be called work, but one has to keep doing the presence, the breathing, Mm -hmm. the stuff that keeps you in the dream, right? In the manifestation, you can't like get there and go, Oh, well, I'm here now. You know, well, now I don't have to pay attention. Now, even more so, like pay attention to that beautiful thing that has happened to you. And every day, like you said, I look out the window and I can't believe I'm here. I pinch myself. Oh, my God. Like, I I understand that. That's I'm like, it's great. I'm super excited. Okay. This year, you're, you're the year of the rooster. This year for roosters, it's all about relationships and uh, really honing in on on honoring the relationships that serve you. And I just want to say your relationship with nature, with yourself and with your partner and your guests that you brought on, you're a living embodiment of exa- everything that's supposed to be happening in your world right now. You're on track. It's, it's, I applaud yeah. you. It's huge. Yeah. I, did you, did you just say I'm a rooster? I believe so, ma'am. I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A bird. I'm a bird. And the bird, the birds are more free. The rooster can't really fly. You're flying. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're a rooster with eagle wings. <laughs> yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well, this has been amazingly well informative. And I, just to every person out there listening to our podcast, our radio show, please go to huntermoonhomestead.com and check out the, her amazing site her amazing products. You also make cards, these beautiful, beautiful cards. Yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Please tell us about them. Well, I, I, I'm actually a painter. I like to paint flowers. So, um, they're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. They have a, to me, I mean, when I saw them, Melissa, it reminded me of your feng shui work. There was something very, um, Asian about the look of them, the simplicity, purposeful, yeah, 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 very, very much so. 
So one of the things I do want to say is that these retreats are small. We, we, we cap it to eight, eight people. So you get a lot of attention, right? Yeah. They're, we can't handle more big crowds. So we want to keep them small. So they're uh, speaking of the food. Are you, is it strictly vegetarian or vegan? No, 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 it's not. We ask people to let us know if they have sensitivities or, or desires for something specific and we can accommodate because that's another reason to keep it small. But yeah. Do you have chickens? And no, that? we don't. We don't. We decided not to do that because it keeps us here. We like to travel some too. Um, and having animals, we don't, we just uh, decided there are so many people around here that do keep animals. I, f- we feel like we didn't need to do that. We just keep human animals. <laughs> <laughs> the bird doesn't keep birds. Enough said. We have yeah. a dog. We have a dog. That's all. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, Kate Poole, you are an extraordinary human being oh. and we are grateful to have spoken to you. Thank you so very much for coming on the show. I I look forward to your visits, both of you. Oh, we are. I think, you know, watch out (laughs) because Melissa and I will be there and you'll be like, whoa, have backpack. We'll travel, Kate. Perfect. (laughs) Exactly. And don't leave everybody. You're listening to Outcomes of Sun Radio. And next we will hear an amazing uh, energy tip from my wonderful host Melissa Yamaguchi. Hey, good morning, everyone. You are listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. Travel to Hunter Moon Homestead, a sanctuary for rest and restoration nestled in the rolling hills of Idaho's Palouse. Experience rustic, luxury accommodations, or join for an all-inclusive creative art and writing retreat. Discover the inspiration and serenity you've been seeking. Book your stay at Hunter Moon Homestead, where wholehearted hospitality awaits. Please go to huntermoonhomestead.com. Instagram is at huntermoon.homestead. Facebook, backslash huntermoonhomestead. Pinterest backslash Hunter Moon Homestead and YouTube at Hunter Moon Homestead. And next, Energy with Melissa Yamaguchi. Welcome back to Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway, and I am Melissa Yamaguchi. I have the good fortune of being able to talk to you today about a little energy tip. So one of the things that's most important in every single thing you're doing is to take the pulse of your own energy, to understand where you're coming from, how you're vibrating, how you're feeling. We oftentimes don't check in with ourselves, and it's 
every single day, the earth is emanating energy and you respond to it favorably, highly favorably, or at a lower vibration. Now, if you wake up and you determine that you're feeling like you're in a lower vibration, then you have to take, you have to immediately take accountability and look back on the previous day on or evening on what could have been taking place that may have contributed to the lower energy. If you feel like you're, you get out of bed and the, the world is your oyster as it is anyway, but you really feel it, then your body is vibrating in, in, parallel fashion with the energy that's coming from the earth. It's important that you understand your own energy, but it's also important that you understand that every person with whom you come in contact has his or her own energy. And oftentimes we think, well, I'm in a great mood. What's wrong with this guy? Why isn't he in a good mood? How come my teacher's in a bad mood? Why is my husband or my wife in a bad, whatever that is, each person is, is vibrating at his or her or their own energy. So, Understanding energy is not just about doing your own work. It starts there. That's the home. That's the original home. And then you move it outward and start taking into account everyone in your world, even down to when you're driving on the road. I was, my husband and I were driving down the road the other night with, with our daughter and a car came rushing up behind him. And he said, here comes, he said, watch out for this guy, you know, right behind. He darted in, darted out, moved and, and was moving so quickly down the road that when you're the, the passenger or the, the passive um, driver on the road, it's easy to get angry and to think, well, why is this guy behaving this way? Yes, if he's not driving in a safe fashion, yes, it's easy, it's, you, have, uh, you have the right to be upset. But oftentimes we judge what they're going through based on what we're, where, we're where we are, how we're feeling. And this is the biggest misconception about understanding energy is we think, well, I've got myself together. Now everyone else should should fall in line or act accordingly when it's just not the way it is. Everyone is is marching to his own beat. So in feng shui, the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is you you quote unquote take test your own pulse. Test that you see how you're vibrating. Sit still and say I feel this way i'm thinking this way and when you take this assessment then you understand how you're vibrating there's four different levels high mostly high with a little bit of low mostly low with a little bit of high or low and i don't care which of the four it is you can still master and conquer your day if you take ownership of your energy know where you're coming from and then treat all of the other people around you with respect knowing theirs may be different and that's my tip for the day don't go anywhere, please. Stay tuned in and nearby. Turn up the volume if you would. My my gal Friday, my co-host and dearie, Meryl Hemingway is coming right back with a tip on balance and health for you. Hello, wonderful humans out there. I am Roy Zatiski from MyWildlife.com, and you are listening to Out Comes the Sun with Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Hey, everyone. You're listening to The Morning Show with Mariel Hemingway, me, and Melissa Yamaguchi. That'd be me. <laughs> right here on KZSB 96.9 FM and 1290 AM in Santa Barbara. 
And now, Mariel Hemingway with Balance. Welcome back to Outcomes of Sun Radio. Uh, my tip today on balance, and it's because of what you were talking about, Melissa, that I really feel it necessary to talk about reaction and response, right? Um, Bobby and I talk about this a lot, you know, when you're when you're dealing with anything in life, like, do you react to it? Which usually is, you know, it's, you know, that knee jerk reaction. That's how we say it. You know, you, something happens in your life and you go, oh my gosh, and you're, you know, you're either furious or you're irritated or whatever. Sometimes it's good, but oftentimes it's, you know, it's quick and it's too fast. It's and a response is, a breath. It's maybe it's a day, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's a few minutes. But a response is it's an inhale and it's an exhale, and it's not triggered by emotion. It's not triggered by whatever just happened. It's not triggered by trauma. It's not a trigger, basically. Response is really just looking at things and taking a moment so that you can have a response that is appropriate and also is is thoughtful you know i think that oftentimes and and it's hard in the world we live in it, you know you're you're on you're on the freeway somebody cuts you off and it's like ah you know and i'm i'm horrible i'm i'm such a victim <laughs> you know i often will say something not so pleasant <laughs> you know when i get cut off or something like that and I have to ask myself, like, why, why do I react? Why do I want to get angry? Why, you know, because at the same time, it's, it's very much what you were saying. If you think about everybody's vibrating at a different level, that guy that cut you off, maybe in a hurry to get his pet to the vet or, you know, whatever it is, whatever story they've got going on is the story they have going on. And us as compassionate human beings have to look at that and say, can I respond or do I always need to react? So my tip is really just about taking when you are triggered or something happens and it's quick instead of that knee jerk. He, remind yourself and maybe start your morning this way. I will, you know, have this intention throughout my day. I will respond instead of react, meaning I will take a breath or two, an inhale, a conscious inhale and a conscious exhale before I respond and watch how response can unfold into a much more compassionate and easygoing you know, movement through your day. Because as, you know, Melissa and I have done, we do a lot of talking about this, but stress is such a big problem in the world that we live in. And stress is causing disease and stress. You know, 
people don't live a long time that are stressed. People that are not stressed can live endlessly long lives eating sugar and bad food. I don't recommend that, but you know, you can do you can do pretty much if you have no stress. So one of the ways to decrease the stress in your life is by responding, not reacting. So that's my balance tip for the day. I love it. Yeah. I need to get it tattooed somewhere where I can easily see it. (laughs) I hear you because it's not always. (laughs) Anyway, what what a day. What an amazing day. Yeah, what an amazing night and and day and you know, and thank you to our amazing guest, Kate Poole, for coming on and 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 talking about the homestead. The the what's it called? Homestead. Oh, Hunter Homestead. Hunter Homestead. And all of her amazing retreats. You've got to get on there. Not not only does she have amazing retreats, she has skincare, she has artwork. She I mean, this is they a all their own food. It's all, you know, it's all farm to table. They're cooking it, they're making it. Eight people in each retreat. They keep it to a minimum. So everybody's having it, having a very personal a very personal experience. So huntermoonhomestead.com and Kate Poole. And frankly, you know, what a day. What a day after an incredible night. So we talked, you know, we told you about our experience with Yoshiki and we gave you our tips and, you know, we'll just have to see you tomorrow. Yeah. Please yeah. come. The sun will come out tomorrow and we'll be here. Yeah. To greet you. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. Thank Thank you. you. Choose healthy. Choose you. Out comes the sun. Please go to MarielHemingwayFoundation.org. Help us create a resource navigator for people with mental health issues. We're coming up with solutions. Out Comes the Sun has been a production of Evolve Entertainment. Hosts, Mariel Hemingway and Melissa Yamaguchi. Executive producer, Jeremiah Higgins. Sound engineer and producer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. And sound engineer, Slater Smith. Thank you for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.